stop bullying and shouting at the lower orders? Never! There's only one way to win a campaign. Shout, shout, and shout again! This is Shot and Shield. Listening in Superior, Wisconsin, Brisbane, Australia, and Hanover, Germany, this is bonus audio of Shot and Shield, the podcast dedicated to colonial and 19th century wargaming. I am your parliamentarian of the podcast, the Baron of the Bonus, the Yeoman of the Little Army Men, Sir Scott of the Duchy of Florida. (laughs) I know, I know, it's funny. This bonus audio of Shot and Shield is brought to you by XPForge.com, my source for 3D printed terrain buildings and now 28 millimeter Napoleonic figures and various scaled military vehicles. And for you, the Shot and Shield listener, 15% off through December 31st. Use the coupon code SHOT15. That's the coupon code SHOT15 to save 15%. Go now, check it out, xpforge.com. This is Shot and Shield. I hear that conditions in your army are appalling. Well, I'm sorry, but those are my conditions, and you'll just have to accept them. So I just want to hit a few notes before I get into today's bonus audio. First off, I want to let you know that the next Supercast drops on December 1st. Go subscribe, do what you need to do, so you don't miss the next Shot and Shield Supercast. Also, to all of our friends who have been attending or have attended Historicon or Salute, please post your pictures. Show us your awesome games, your great creations. We want to see your awesomeness, so please post those. Another thing is I don't want you to forget about our giveaway. 12 28mm British Intervention Force 1860 Grenadier Guards from Perry's, which are perfect for the Crimean War. They're already primed and mounted and ready to paint. Anyone who follows Shot and Shield on Twitter or on the Facebook group is entered to win. Now, these are from my personal collection. Perry's is not affiliated with this giveaway whatsoever, and you have until November 25th. So follow on Twitter at Shot and Shield or on the Facebook group, the Shot and Shield Podcast Wargaming Group. It's going to be a random drawing, and the winner will be notified via DM and announced on the December 1st Shot and Shield Supercast. So don't wait. Get in on this now. And finally, keep in mind the new top five. The question for the new top five is what was the best last stand? The survey was pinned to Twitter and is also on the Facebook group. So get your vote in today and hear the results on the December Shot and Shield Supercast. And this brings us, of course, to today's bonus. I thought it would be instructive to take a look at some of the last stands that are listed on the survey. But before that, this is how a last stand is defined. A last stand is a military situation in which a body of troops holds a defensive position in the face of overwhelming and virtually insurmountable odds. So keep that in mind as I roll through some of our entries. Entry number one. Little Bighorn, a.k.a. Custard's Last Stand. This found five companies of the 7th U.S. Cavalry led by George Armstrong Custer. And what happened, he basically split his force, he took a wrong turn, and found himself and his boys surrounded by several different tribes of Plains Indians. It didn't work out well for Custard or his troops. I don't have to go into the detail, you know the story. Why, you fool, the treaty's been broken. Next up, the Siege of Peking. 
the famous 55 Days at Peking. You've seen the movie, you know. This found contingent forces from several of the world's colonial powers, civilians, and ambassador teams trapped by Chinese forces bent on kicking them out of China's capital city. The colonial forces inside the foreign legation were able to hold out until a rescue force was able to arrive. I don't know why they don't rush us right now. We wouldn't stand a chance here. Let's move on. The Battle of the Alamo. Roughly speaking, Generalissimo Santa Ana was on his way to crush the Texas Revolutionary Army, which was growing under Sam Houston. In his way was William Travis, James Bowie, Daniel Boone, and about 250 fighters. Now, Santa Ana, he destroyed the garrison, but not after losing a bunch of time. Time that Sam Houston needed to build his forces. So here's another one that gets kind of lost in the shuffle. And I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. The Shangani Patrol. The Shangani Patrol was a 34-soldier unit of the British South African Company, and in 1893, it was ambushed and annihilated by more than 3,000 Matabele warriors in Rhodesia during the First Matabele War. Next, we move to the Russo-Turkish War, the Battle of Shipka Pass, fought between uh, 2,500 Russian troops with uh, 5,000 Bulgarian volunteers versus 40,000 Ottomans. Looking for control over the vital ship Pass during the Russo-Turkish War, 1877. It worked out well for the Russians and Bulgarians, not so well for the Turks. Moving on, let's talk about the Siege of Sedan, or the Siege of Sedan. I think it's pronounced Sedan. I'm going to go with that, the Siege of Sedan. So I put this on the list even though it's not technically a last stand. In the Franco-Prussian War, the German alliance was wiping the floor with the French. At the Battle of Sedan, the French found themselves trapped in the town or castle of Sedan. The French were still fighting behind the walls, but the Prussian Krupp guns, they were laying it on. The Schweinhunts, now we have them in the mousetrap, von Molke said. And Auguste Alexandre Ducrot, he knew time was done. Oui, oui, we are in the chamber port and about to be shot upon. <laughs> anyway, the French gave up. My German accent and my French accent are horrible. I'm so sorry. Let's hit the more famous ones right now. Rourke's Drift. You've seen the movie. I should just leave it there, right? Just over 150 British and colonial troops defending Rourke's Drift against attacks by thousands of Zulu warriors on the heels of the British annihilation at Islanda Wanda. It's a miracle. If it's a miracle, color sergeant, it's a short chamber boxer Henry .45 caliber miracle. And a bayonet, sir, with some guts behind it. The Siege at Khartoum. Once again, you've seen the movie, so without going into super detail, you got Chinese Gordon. He's sent to Khartoum in the Sudan to organize a retreat. He's cut off and was able to hold the city together and stave off thousands of modest for 11 months while politicians hesitated and a relief for it was assembled. But too late, the city fell. Gordon died. The Last Stand of the 44th Foot. During the 1842 retreat of Elphinstone's remaining force from Kabul, Afghanistan, the 44th Regiment of Foot was the biggest single surviving group of men. They tried to carry on but found themselves surrounded near the village of Gandamak. With only 20 working muskets, two shots per weapon, they refused to surrender. The Afghans wiped them out, sending a message to the British, stay away. Now, finally, a member of the Facebook group, Sean Houston, had a great call out for the Battle of Saragahari. The Battle of Saragahari 
was fought between 21 Sikh soldiers of the British Raj and about 12 to 20,000 Afghan tribesmen. These Afghans essentially cut off Fort Gulistan from Fort Lockhart by attacking the outpost of Saragahi. The 21 soldiers in the fort, all of whom were Sikhs, refused to surrender and were wiped out in the last stand. So to recap, Little Bighorn, the Siege at Peking, the Battle of Ship Kapas, the Shangani Patrol, the Siege of Sedan, Siege of Khartoum, the last stand of the 44th foot, Rourke's Drift, the Battle of Sagarhi. So that's a look at the last stands listed in our top five survey. If you'd like to add one, maybe we missed it, no problem. You could do this on the Shot and Shield Podcast War Gaming Group on Facebook. All right, you fight the wars. Just let us fight the battles, will you? And once again, Shot and Shield is brought to you by XPForge.com, my source for 3D printed terrain, buildings, and now 28mm Napoleonic figures and multi-scaled military vehicles. And for you, the Shot and Shield listener, 15% off through December 31st. Use the coupon code SHOP15 for 15% off your order. That's the coupon code SHOP15 to save 15%. Go now. The stuff I have for my Silk Road project is outstanding. And it's so it's so clean and so nice. And sometimes you don't get that from 3D printing. But XP Forge and Tim down there knows what's going on. It does a great job. So go now. Check it out. XPForge.com. With that said, I'd like to thank you for listening in Copthorne, England, Samsung, Turkey, Brampton, Canada, and all around the world. This is the Shot and Shield bonus audio dedicated to colonial 19th century wargaming. I have been Sir Scott, the Lord Privy of the Duchy of Florida, saying thank you. I'm out. Doesn't take a military genius, Major, to crawl through a sewer. This has been a production of the Experience 13 Podcast Network. 13! Your electricity.